You're listening to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a spiritual life and business mentor, helping you create a life of freedom and purpose. On this podcast, we chat all things mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. My job is to teach you how to believe in yourself, connect to yourself spiritually, and go after your big dreams. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Hi, girl. Welcome to the Canon Confidence Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, this is going to be a good one. It's also, to be honest, one I have been avoiding recording. Um, Are you using social media or is social media using you? That is the question. Here's why I have been hesitating with this topic. I've spoken about it a little bit on, on the podcast with like, you know, taking breaks from your phone and things like that and taking breaks from social media. But I, to be super honest with you, avoid telling people to like not be on social media because I benefit from you being on social media and following me on Instagram, right? My job revolves around social media. I mean, that's how I, I promote myself. It's this is my whole career. So it is challenging for me to put that aside and put my ego aside and say, you know what, this is a message that people need to hear. So that's what I'm doing today, here to share my message with you, my truth with you, and hopefully this resonates. I know so many of you are struggling with social media addiction and struggling with that um, desire to just be on there 24-7. We don't even know why we do it. We pick up our phone, and next thing you know, we're scrolling on social media, and we're like, wait, how did I even get here? I picked up my phone to Google something. I picked up my phone to text someone, and now I'm knee-deep on someone's page, like, it's, it's truly something we're doing unconsciously. It takes us over. It's actually so crazy. For those of you who've never seen the, the um, documentary, The Social Dilemma, check it out on Netflix. It's so good, so informative. Really goes into kind of the science behind why we have the social media addiction and some of the things it's doing to our society. So I don't think social media is all bad. I think I have benefited from social media ever since... Um, two and a half years ago, I really got intentional about my use of it um, in terms of following people who inspired me, who inspired me to start this business, actually, right? Um, And I, at the same time, I stopped following the type of pages that weren't making me feel good. And we'll get into that a little bit. But yeah, I don't think it's all bad. I think it can expose us to a lot of new ideas and new concepts. If, you know, I always talk about we become the five people we surround ourselves with. And that's so true. And sometimes we don't have a lot of positive influence in our personal, like actual life, right? We don't necessarily all have friends that we look up to who are doing the things we want to do and like setting boundaries in their lives and being like confident. We don't always, and like living healthy lives, like we don't always have that. So surrounding yourself on social media and through like listening to podcasts with the people that you do want to be like can be very positive. I just think we need to limit it. I just think we need to be conscious about how much time we're spending consuming it and who like who we're consuming on social media. We don't want to use up a lot of our time either, like just scrolling aimlessly, whether you're um, using social media as a platform for business or you're just using it for fun. We want to be mindful of how much time we're spending. Is that time spent in a way we actually want to be spending it or is it just something we're doing out of habit? what are we doing? So another, like one problem that I do feel with social media too, is like, 
because of censorship, we're only really seeing one side of things a lot of the time. You know, there's censorship for things like the vaccine, for example. Um, you know, certain information is not allowed to be shown on social media. And if that's what we're seeing the majority of our news, not that the news allows it either. So, so our phones are really one-sided. Um, we have to be really mindful of that and aware of that. And that's one thing. And then the other thing is through the algorithms, you know, they show us what we want to see. If you go to the explore page on um, Instagram, you're going to see pages that are similar to the pages that you follow. So you might feel like, wow, the whole world is trending in this direction. Meanwhile, that's the direction that you're being shown because that's the direction that Instagram feels you like. So it's going to show you what you already like. So that can be dangerous for us to only see one perspective, only see one side of things. Um, for us to be on Facebook and, and Facebook tends to be a lot more political. At least that's what I'm shown is family and friends show a lot of political stuff on there. And it, depending on who you follow, you might see only one side of things on there. And that is very dangerous as well. So, um, yeah, there's just so much to consider when it comes to social media and what we're looking at. And then for people that are posting actively and, and sharing things, it's, you know, there's a lot of seeking that approval, seeking those likes, you know, we get a little um, dopamine hit each time we notice a notification from someone, right? Like all these things that play into it. Um, we're comparing ourselves to people who have filters on their faces that don't, that's not even what they actually look like, right? Or heavily edited photos or professional photography. And we think, wow, I wish I looked like that. It's like, no one looks like that unless the professional photographer took that picture. So so many, so many reasons why I feel like we need to just be really mindful, really aware, and just be careful with how much time we're spending. Do you guys ever do this? Because I totally do this. I open up Instagram on my phone. I do whatever. Then I open up Facebook and then I open up Instagram and then I close it and then I open it up again and then I open up it again and then I open up Facebook. Like, do you ever catch yourself in that cycle of just opening the apps and just looking at what at nothing i think for me i'm looking for notifications i'm subconsciously saying oh is anyone liking my stuff is is there any new conversation is anyone reaching out to chat with me right i just open one and then open the other and then open the same one again and and then i kind of wake up i kind of say oh wait wait a second where was i right we do it so unconsciously that we don't it's like where did i go it's like when you're driving home and you get home and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't remember driving because I was so in my own head. I was like overthinking or whatever. I was daydreaming. Now I'm back in, in reality. Where did I go? That's to me, that happens a lot on social media. And I, I don't like that. I prefer to stay grounded. I prefer to stay in the present moment. Um, so what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? I'm going to tell you guys what I do. Take from it what you will. Take pieces of it. Try what you want to do. Um, try none of it if none of it sounds good. But I really like to spend time away from my phone. Uh, my phone, period, because I'm, I struggle with if my phone's there, I'll end up on the apps. So my phone needs to be away from me if I want to have a break. So I like to go for walks without my phone. I like to take like a Saturday and just like leave my phone at home and go somewhere or put my phone up in my, you know, put it somewhere away from me in my house and just spend the whole day away from it. It feels really good to have those breaks. Um, I don't typically, I'm not typically on my phone in the evenings. So I have my settings set up for iPhone, at least the settings. Um, you can do screen time and you can 
go to it and you can put it so that you have only certain times of the day when you're um, allowed to look at certain apps. Now you can still open the app if you need to, but it does give you like a warning, like, Hey, you're not supposed to be on this right now. So I have mine set up where, um, from, I think it's seven o'clock at night to 8am or something like that. I'm not on the apps, the social media apps. And I typically do stick to that. It's a reminder for me to stick to that. And then at night I typically leave my phone on its phone dock. So I bought on Amazon for like 12 bucks, this little phone dock, and I have it in my kitchen and that's where my phone lives. So when I'm, when my husband gets home at night, we're eating dinner together and then we're hanging out or whatever. And a lot of times I'm on calls at night too, but I leave my phone on the dock. Like I really try to do that. Um, throughout the day when I'm in my office or I'm working outside, my phone is on the dock in the kitchen. Like I just really try not to keep it next to me all the time. I don't want to have it on me 24 seven. I just don't want to live with that, with it just attached to my hip. And I do still feel that pull though. I feel that pull of like, Oh, I should be checking things. I wonder if I have any texts. Like I just feel this pull to my phone and, and that's the addiction. And that's what I'm really trying to break. So just today I decided, and this is where I became inspired to record this episode. I became inspired to try another measure to lessen my time on my phone. So I, on, I have an iPhone and I went to, um, I, I just Googled like how to put apps in like folders. Cause I remembered you could do that. So I have a little folder now where it's a little section on my phone where it shows me Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then I have to click that that pulls up the option to click on Instagram or Facebook. So it's like a one extra step to get on the apps. My intention is that with that one extra step and with my self-awareness and with practice, I'll be less likely just to unconsciously open the app for no reason. So we're going to try it. Um, I also am putting together a new schedule for myself with my phone. So in the mornings, you know, I love my morning routines. I wake up, I make my mushroom coffee. I do some journaling. I do some breath work, some meditation, sometimes yoga, whatever I feel like doing in the morning. Sometimes I don't journal. Sometimes I read, but I have like a morning routine where I like start the day in a very mindful state and very grounded state, feeling good putting in good vibes, building some energy. And then I eat breakfast and then I get on my phone and then I check social media or whatever. So that's the goal um, is to wait till after breakfast to check my phone and then put it back on the dock and then wait to check my phone again until after lunch. So it's kind of going to be my, my reminder. Like after lunch, I check social medias again, do what I need to do for work, respond to people, do whatever I have to do. And then at the end of the day, like 4.30 or so, or whenever I'm kind of ending my work day, um, which often is earlier than that, because then I sometimes have calls at night, sometimes it's later than that, it really depends. But sometime around there is my third time to check my phone, do what I need to do and put it back away. I want to check my, there's, there's really no need for me to be on my phone all day. I can get what I need to do done with those three time slots. And I really feel like I'll add a lot more productivity to my day add a lot more focus, right? I find that we tend to have, I tend to have squirrel brain, right? I'll be on my computer. I'll be working on um, a workbook for, for a program. Like I just finished my workbook for my retreat. My first retreat is in two weeks. I am so, so, so excited. And after that, I'm going to host retreats all over and they're going to be like quarterly. 
Uh, so if you're interested in a retreat with me, hit me up, let me know where you want to go. I'm going to start planning some very soon. So anyways, I'll be doing something like that, or I'll be creating content or I'll be doing, you know, admin work, whatever I need to be doing. And I'll just keep checking. I'll keep grabbing my phone. And it's a way to unconsciously distract ourselves from getting work done, right? It's, it's, it could be if we're, if we're doing something challenging or maybe creative work and we're just kind of lacking that creativity at the moment, we just go to our phone. Um, so I think having it away from me while I'm working is so important for my productivity, for my focus, for my creativity. That's, that's huge for me. So that's a big part of it. Um, and then for my personal life, when I'm with friends or my husband, I don't want to be on my phone. I want to be present. I want to live my life and talk to humans in person. Well, let me take a moment real quick to tell you about the latest healthy hack that's made its way into my life. A couple months ago, I was searching for K-cups that were half-calf, and I couldn't find anything. I love coffee, and I sometimes need a second cup in the afternoon, but too much caffeine makes it hard for me to fall asleep at night. I'm out here trying to live my best life, and sustainable energy is a huge part of that. When I finally found Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee, I was like, okay, let me give this a try. It has half a cup of organic coffee, and then the magical part is mushroom extracts. Chaga mushroom and lion's meat are added for a boost of energy without the crash of coffee and immune support too. I was definitely skeptical at first because I really didn't expect it to taste very good. And I also thought that it wouldn't energize me the way that coffee does, but it totally did. And I don't experience the crash right after lunch like I did with regular coffee. So if you're ready to give it a try, head to the link in the show notes and use code CANDID for 10% off. Full disclaimer, I found and tried this coffee on my own, unsolicited, and then decided to partner up with them. This is a product I genuinely love and I wanted to share because I'm a believer that too much caffeine really can contribute to energy crashes and anxiety. So once again, that code is CANDID and you're saving 10%. Okay, the other part of what I wanted to talk about is kind of cleaning up who we follow. So we are being unconsciously influenced by the people we follow, right? We we don't even realize it, but the people that we surround ourselves with, whether that's on the internet or in real life, are unconsciously influencing us. We tend to want to be like them. We don't even realize it. That, that's our environment these days. A lot of us, you know, especially those of us who work from home, our environment is social media. So clean up your environment. Who do you follow? Are you following people that, that live the life that you want to live and intentionally? Like, are you following people that have good values that match yours? Are you following people that live the lifestyle that is healthy that you want or is positive? You know, are you following people that are kind of posting a lot of things that make you angry or frustrated or triggered or um, have you wanting a lifestyle that you really don't want intentionally? Maybe you're following a lot of people that um, promote things that you really don't believe in. Just clean that up. Just decide who you want to follow. Just know that that's your environment and you're being influenced by those people and clean that up. What if there's people who you don't want to unfollow because they're friends or family or whatever? mute them. You can mute people on Facebook and Instagram. You can mute people where you don't have to see their stories or their posts, but you stay connected and they won't know that you did that. So I have people that I've muted. Um, I, I don't like to see a lot of like angry political things. I don't like to see certain things. So I mute those people if I don't feel like unfollowing them or unfriending them on Facebook. So 
yeah, we got to cultivate an environment for growth and positivity in our lives or whatever you feel like you want to be surrounded by. So the one of the biggest reasons why this is so important to me and this message is just so important to share is because I believe so strongly in living a mindful life. Mindfulness means you're living consciously. You're, you're making choices based on how you want to be and how you want to live. You're making the choices that you want to make versus making them unconsciously through habits and patterns from our past. Um, mindfulness is being present. It's staying in the moment. It's being grounded and centered. And we do, we center ourselves through things like meditation and yoga and journaling and, and just, and, and mindfulness in terms of staying present, looking around at life, smelling the smells of life, smelling the flowers, um, focusing on your breath, just being, being in present, being present, not being wrapped up in overthinking, not being wrapped up on your cell phone, being wrapped up in living life. That's what mindfulness is. And it makes us so much happier. Like I can't even explain how much happier I've become since discovering mindfulness and really making this a big part of my life. This is, this is what I pretty much work on with my spiritual mentoring clients. So they come to me with anxiety, stress, um, insecurities, body insecurity, whatever it is that they want to change their life. And the, the biggest thing I'm actually teaching them is mindfulness. It's, it's surrendering to the flow of life. It's, it's living in the moment in the present, um, letting go of negative thinking. It's this whole concept, but that is at the forefront of changing our lives because it allows us to take control of our mind. When we take control of our mind and we are learning to not be consumed with our thoughts and not be consumed, especially with negative thinking, we can use our mind for positive things, for manifesting what we do want in life. We become a clear channel for manifesting, right? So that's those are all the reasons why I believe so strongly in mindfulness and why it's a huge part of my life. And yeah, it's a huge part of, of what I do and teach and letting go of the obsession with the cell phone and social media is really going to help you stay more mindful, more present, You'll get to enjoy life more and you'll have less of those moments of, oh my God, where was I? Like, I don't even know where I was just now. I was like in another dimension. And then now I'm here back in the present moment and what happened? So we want to avoid that. We want to stay in the moment. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the phone doc that I have. I've had some people reach out and ask for that link. So I'll put it in there. I think it's like $12.99 or something. And yeah, you can just keep your phone away from you. I am going on vacation on Sunday. I'm going to Utah to Zion National Park. It's my first time going like that type of out west vacation. Um, I've been to like Vegas and New Orleans and stuff like that, but I haven't been to like the hiking with the red rocks and like the giant mountains. Like I haven't done that before. So we're going next week. Um, I'll be on vacation. And my goal, one of my goals is to not be on my phone much. So you might not hear from me much in the next week. I hope you don't. <laughs> but if this episode inspired you, helped you, made you feel um, heard, made you feel like, yeah, I, I totally understand this. I feel this way. I want to work on this. Go ahead and take a screenshot. Go on social media and share it. 
<laughs> because we do want to help other people receive this message and learn from this. Um, and go ahead and follow me at candid.confidence because hello, I'm obviously someone that you want in your environment. Come on. I'm a good influence. Um, okay. I love you guys. Have a beautiful week and I will talk to you very soon.